I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another week, therefore it's another episode. Today's episode is the, oh, is it the fifth the fifth live episode, I believe it is the f- oh no fifth sixth sixth fifth or sixth. Someone help me out. This is, the, this is the sixth question in it, but we did the one about Christmas. Oh, good shout, good oh, shout. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and this uh, this episode is a uh, favourite song from an artist from your home county. Um, I hope that the patrons that have joined us this evening have listened to enough to know it is, in fact, county and not country. Um, and with that in mind, I'm also mindful, and uh, I'm going to do some some introductions um, whilst we're uh, whilst we're just starting. Um, hello to Cy Newby, to Cy Lovell, uh, to Brett Carter, to Paul, to Adrian, to Kirst, and one well. It's two of three in total boys from Essex today. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see who gets in first with the big guns and uh, <laughs> to see where uh, where it's going to go. Look um, at that. Beautiful. <laughs> all right. Well, look, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Um, I think it makes sense to uh, to, to maybe start uh, with, with, with an Essex boy. And, uh, and with that in mind, I'm going to start with you today, Steve. And... Uh, and I'm going to ask you to tell me, um, I mean, you're all going to get to have sort of honourable mentions as well, but I think when we're, we're talking to Essex-based people, maybe let's not go for the honourable mentions just yet. Let's uh, let's all get our big guns in first. Um, Steve, tell me uh, a favourite artist uh, from your hometown. I've just been joined by Steve as well. How you doing, mate? All right, not too bad, not too bad. Good, it good, all good. fucked up at the start. <laughs> I was there before and it all just switched off. So. Turned up fashionably late. It's all good. It's all, all good. <laughs> right. Okay, Steve Priest, tell me uh, your favourite artist from your home county, please. Well, on my list, obviously, there's the big two. Yeah. You, prob- you probably know. Yep. So I'm going to put them to one side because it, it goes without saying, really. Yeah, who who they are. So I was kind of, I went down a bit of a kind of more local thing, but then I remembered that um, the brothers Perry lived in uh, in Essex as well. So they do. I went, so I've, I've gone for A, but I have got local bands as honourable mentions, and also the big two. 
Okay, so you're going to go for A. So let's start with A. Uh, what track? Oh, it'll probably... See, people go on about... Um, I think it was the third album with nothing on it. Mm. I prefer, you know, proper light, proper douchebag sentence, but I prefer the first two albums. Yeah. So I prefer something like Monkey Kong or um, oh, anything off the first one. What can I think of? Was Lake, was Lake Tahoe on the first album? I, I can tell you because I've got my iTunes open right in front of me. Um, Lake Tahoe was on the second album. Yeah, it's on Monkey Kong, yeah. Yeah, so, or it could have been anything like Sing Along, Number One, Cheeky yeah. Monkey, anything from the first album like that. So, Well, I'll, I'll let you have, I'll let you have, um, I'll let you have A. I mean, I know they, they come out of uh, Suffolk, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but they've both been South End boys for uh, for many, many, many years now. And uh, and it's not, it's, it's, it's Dan P. Carter as well, the bass yeah, player Daniel Carter, there as yeah. well. So all three of them are in, in Leon C. So, uh, so they, they get in by default. And as well as that, they get in because they're three of the nicest humans on the planet as... Uh, as listeners of this podcast, uh, I'm sure have, have, have heard. I've had Jason a couple of times, and they're such nice people. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and a wonderful, wonderful band. Right. In which case, then, before we move on, you want to shout a local band out as well? Go for it. There's loads, mate. There's um, if if I was on Patreon for the first question, this would have been my pick. There's a band from Colchester called Three Thrones. And they've got a song called Bastard Magic, which is amazing. But the intro is about three and a half minutes before actually the song actually starts. And the song's about ten and a half minutes. Mm. So that, that's, uh, that's a really good shout. That's a really good song if you, uh, if you like that sort of thing, that is. So. Okay. Cy Newbie, what you got for us, mate? And where's, where's, where's Home County? Well, I've lived in Southampton for 26 years, but I was actually born in rugby in Warwickshire. So obviously that encompasses quite a lot. So Coventry is included. So you've got all the, you know, selector and specials and all that. But I found that there's actually a couple of bigger ones that were born in rugby as well. And one of them is spiritualised. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So... um Jason Pierce from Spiritualized and a lot of the original band from Spaceman 3 were actually from rugby. They're all about 10 years older than me. So it's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are floating in space from Spiritualized. And that's what I discovered this last week or so. I didn't know they were for rugby. I haven't listened to them for a couple of decades. Oh, wonderful choice. That's a wonderful choice. I had done the Reach Out for Mental Health podcast today with uh, uh, a band called uh, Gaffer Tape Sandy. And uh, and we was talking about records that you listen to, and whether you lean on a, a sad record when you're feeling blue, and but sometimes you have to worry that that record then gets associated with that. And sometimes when you're in a better mood, you don't want to listen to it because it makes you feel a little bit low. That is that record, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Floating in space is that album. I adore that album, uh, but I got dumped by my first ever like proper love just as they dropped that record and released a single <laughs> broken heart 
And it's like... Oh, please tell me you were sitting next to a window with it raining outside. (laughs) It was raining. I was just looking into the distance for a window, listening to Broken Heart. Out into the middle distance, holding a mug of tea with two hands. (laughs) (laughs) Broken Heart by Spiritualized is a beautiful, beautiful record. Uh, All God knows how many minutes of it. uh, Oh, what a shout. I did not know that from rugby. Someone in my head, I just thought that from Nottingham, but like... There's another one from rugby, but I'll save that for the honourable mention. All right. Okay. Um, Kirst, what you got? Well, as well as all the Essex people on the call tonight, there is a bit of a northeast off with me and Adrian. So, um, obviously, the northeast had a lot of people, um, a lot of bands, and a lot of solo artists and stuff. Could have had Jimmy Neal with Ain't No Doubt, which is a great <laughs> pop song. Um, or you've got Gaza, obviously, Mark Knopfler, Local Hero, all these, all these great Northeast songs. But I've not gone for them. I've gone for um, Prefrab Sprout, Sprout, who I love. And I've been weighing up all the different songs today, but I do think Cars and Girls edges it ever so slightly for me. Oh. Although I do love When Love Breaks Down as well. Oh. That's a great song. But yeah, yeah, Cars and Girls, I think, would be, would be the song. Oh, that's a wonderful choice. That's such a beautiful record as well. And mm-hmm. oh, what a what a talent uh, Paddy mm-hmm. is, and what a voice. And they're one of them bands that often get sort of overlooked when you look at incredible music from the eighties. I think a lot of times people just go, "Oh, that band that done the Jumping Frog song," and it's like, "No, yeah. no, no, no." Go check out Steve McQueen. That's a record that is just chocker with with such beautiful records um and i'm gonna put a a weird little uh thing into here because uh i don't know if i've released it to the patrons yet it's coming soon for you it's not coming out on general release for a while yet but um i had guy uh guy pratt from from pink floyd uh and and the source of full of secrets i believe they're called um on a few weeks ago and i didn't realize like how much stuff he'd done and i'm really hoping i've got this right I think he wrote or co-wrote "Ain't No Doubt." Uh, really? Now, yeah, I, I hope <laughs> I've got that right. Uh, I was definitely had a guest on that that wrote that, and I'm sure it was Guy. It um, is a good song. It's Just a banger. To be sung by Jimmy Neal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, right. Okay. Well, I'm going to move over um, to Paul Cummings. What you got, mate? Um, first of all, I'm so glad that you can have more than one. <laughs> so that's great. Um, well, I live I live near Oldham, near Manchester. Um, so I've, I've got one maybe for later on from um, local, but I wasn't brought up there. I was brought up in Belfast. So again, that was pretty difficult to choose uh, one. Now the artist, I wouldn't say this artist is my favourite, but the song is probably one of my favourites, and it's um, Jackie Wilson said by Van Morrison. Um, which fantastic track and when I first heard it probably like a lot of other people it wasn't by Van Morris it was by Dexys Uh, you know when they brought it out in 82 whatever Um, but it's just an absolutely brilliant song and it's just kind of I I just can't get over the fact that this wee man from Belfast was so enormous in America in the 70s or whatever and come out with some fantastic albums like I'm, I'm no big fan at all of that you know I like three or four albums of his um, and yeah. but there's friends of mine who are just like are 
you know, students of Van Morrison. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm nowhere near that. But this is a great song. I, like, I could have chosen another five or six songs of his. Yeah. But uh, I absolutely love it. Yeah. Oh, um, wonderful. Yeah, wonderful. yeah. And it, it's strange, you know, like the, the, the relationship with, with, with Van Morrison, because he's, he's obviously put out a, a huge amount of work back from, you know, when he was in them right the way through to, yeah, yeah. to now. And uh, Anna Duet with Cliff Richard. Um, but um, <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it, that, like, for me, I think I only own the Moondance album purely just because of I, my introduction was American Wealth in London. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that forever is etched in my head alongside Jenny Agatha. Um, but, um, and I, I wouldn't own any other Van Morrison records. That said, Astral Weeks is always nudging alongside what's going on and Pet Sands is the greatest record ever made. Absolutely, and, yeah, yeah. Whereas I own loads of other uh, Beach Boys records, the full back catalogue of Marvin Gaye, but I don't really listen to a lot of other um, Van records because... I really struggle to think that they're they're, they're up there with, with with Astral Weeks, and and I think he, if I remember rightly, he recorded that album in like three days. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, nineteen sixty eight or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere was it New York? I think. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. insane. Yeah, insane. It is insane. Yeah, yeah. And he and he got all these fantastic session musicians in. You know, yeah. he, just the fact he was able to do that, he was able to leave them and then just do that and yeah. and, and get that backing. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So, um, yeah, a really Sorry, good song. Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Solid shout. Um, I'm also aware that uh, Deb Blanco has, has joined the chat as well. So that's a fourth person from Essex. So uh, we're uh, we're so Essex heavy now. Um, so let's um, let's drop another. Uh, oh, for Christ's sake! Ellie Freeman's joining. That's another person from Essex. So let's wait for, for Ellie to arrive before uh, we get another um, Essex uh, call out. But I'm going to go. Um, hi Ellie, uh, thanks for joining. Um, I'm going to head over to uh, to the, 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 the my friend Mark there that's got a welcome to Essex sign, uh, looking like he's uh, he's just sitting outside somewhere in Basildon, whereas I know he's in Perth in Australia and he's stayed up very very <laughs> late for this hangout. So uh, uh, welcome uh, to today's episode, Mark. What are you going for from Essex? Thanks for coming to me, not first, Stu, because I, I haven't stayed up late. I've literally just got up um, oh, right. 3.30, 3.30 in the morning this one started. So, yeah, I, if you'd have come to me first, it would have been an absolute shambles, mate. I've had five minutes to wake up and I've had an energy drink, so I'm all good. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going with um, difficult choice because, as you know, Essex is is a hotbed of, of talent. Um, but I've gone with um, Lord Upminster. Ian Jury and hit me with your rhythm stick. Oh. Um, it was the first, I think, in a lot of different ways. It, I got given a box of records off my granddad when I got my first record player, and there was there was a lot of crap in there. Um, Lonnie Donegan, Alf Garnet, been that off straight away because he had a West Ham scarf on the cover. I'm not interested in that. <laughs> um, yeah, and there was this there was this chart compilation in there, and it was good. It was all right. It was like Smokey Robinson, and I think there was a Madness on there. Um, Bad Manners were on there. Ottawan, and then there was this um, "Hit Me with Your Rhythm Stick," and it was it was the first song I heard where I sort of realised that you don't have to be like a you know a vocalist. 
you don't have to be a good singer to have a to have a stage presence and and be you know um and be a good front man or woman um because obviously he's not a great singer but he's just got that presence and and the wordplay and the and the songwriting um of Ian Jury is just it's just un, unmatched I think um yeah so uh, I I would always argue that Ian Jury invented rap as well with um with reasons to be cheerful um stellar artist um yeah rest in peace sad loss 54 I think he was when he died and yeah that was that was a I was spewing over that um but yeah that's that's my choice was was uh um hit me with your rhythm stick and I always knew as well even like what how old was I sort of 10 years old 11 years old I knew there was something naughty going on there with the lyrics but I couldn't quite put my finger on what it was do you know what I mean I knew like it meant something that I wasn't supposed to know about um so yeah, yeah, that's why I've gone with that. That's why I've gone with absolutely, that. Absolutely. Can I, I do my honourable mentions now, or, or do I have to wait? We'll, we'll work round. We'll work round. We we'll do another ra- uh, right. round robin, and we get everyone to do. Uh, All right. Uh, that, yeah, the comments have been on fire for this uh, coming through from the other patrons. It seems like yeah, uh, you yeah. chose something wonderful there. And somebody um, just put that the blockheads at what a band and and to, you know I know yeah to, yeah, to yeah take the focus off of him for a moment. That band and Chaz Janko and that like unreal yeah. musicians. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Did you did you get to see uh, Ian Jury? Nah. Uh, nah. I was, I was nah, super I lucky to to go to the first day at Madstock um, at Finsbury yeah, Park right, and, and and got to see him there, uh, and it was just fantastic. It, it, it really was. And I mean, I was speaking to you yesterday about Flowered Up, funnily enough, and they were on that yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Uh, with yeah, right, though. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. on the right day and catch Morrissey before he got bottled off and didn't come back on the second day but uh but uh yeah it's it, it, phenomenal in jury and like in, in has anybody on here sort of seen him in the later years where uh the blockheads have been fronted by like phil jubitus and i think there's been sort of yeah how, i mean brett you, you've just put your hand up there uh, i'll move to you in a minute uh actually for your choice but what's that like like i've not seen it with with with, with phil fronting them again another it wasn't point. phil it was someone else but they were just phenomenal yeah. I mean, musicianship, but you, you stand like this is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, really good night out. Absolutely. And shout out Baxter Jury as well. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say that, Stu. I was going to segue into Baxter Jury as well, because when you add him on off the beaten track, um, I'm a massive, massive Baxter Jury fan. And, and when I was scanning through your episodes, that was one I jumped on straight away. Yeah. And when he, when he was, when you asked him the intro question, I was like, you better say play Stoke Patricia, mate. Otherwise, do you know what I mean? It's, I ain't going to count. Like, and he went straight in with it. I was like, yes, go on, my son. Love it. Yeah, it was absolutely superb. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. He's new ones. He's got a new one out this week, I think. New uh, album coming out. And he's Alsbury Boys, a single. Great single. Awesome. I'm oh, playing it on the radio show. Um, love it. Um, next week. Yeah. Love it. Brett Carter, where's home and what's your choice? I'm from Sussex, so I've got Brighton. So it's, yeah, a, a, a lot to choose from. Um, do you want to go for the first choice? Yes, please. So this was a subject to of the office today, and everybody agreed. Um, Cruelly Boys, the, the Cure. Oh. Um, and for me, the track that I would go for because it reminds me of those parties when you're about 18 and there's all the golf girls and it's someone's house and you've got some cider is a forest from 17 seconds album. That was peak sixth form for me. <clears throat> Absolutely brilliant. 
it's it's weird, isn't it? Like Forest doesn't really get sort of played on the radio, or, or or because it was so much earlier than the the latter stuff. You know, if they play the early stuff, it's generally boys don't cry or love cats, yeah. and and you know you're generally always getting the Friday I'm in loves in between days, just like Evans, which are all incredible records. I'm taking nothing away from any of them, but, but there's Forrest, a whole other side, doesn't there? Oh, but Forest, what a gem! What a gem of a record! It's a Parano classic, isn't it? Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> um, did that start your sort of was six form the start of a love affair with a cure, Brett? And has it carried on? Yeah, um, I really, really wish Hampton live yet. That's one of my top of my lists to do. Um, yeah, always been a fan, always have been. Um, those, I think, my, out of that era, probably the cure yeah. most. So they love yeah. them. What a band. And they're local. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, right. I'm going to move from Brighton to, oh, let's do another Essex one. Um, Deb, what you got for us? Find my unmute button. <laughs> um, I feel a little bit unprepared. I haven't really thought about this at all because I've just got in and stuffed my face and yeah here I am um okay Colchester Ellie's all right okay Pete's correcting me I'm from Loughton but I don't know anybody from Loughton because I was five so we'll forget about that um grew up in Colchester I was never really a Blur fan. Um, I prefer the Grillers, to be honest. Mm. If I have to choose something, um, Dare's a wicked tune. Mm. That'll do. <laughs> That's all I've got. Did anyone see the um, thing that went around the internet this week? A, a snippet of an interview with um, Damon and Zane Lowe, where yeah. he had the preset on his kind of little 80s keyboard. And oh, he yeah, it. yeah. And it, it was one of those, um, uh, I can't remember what they're called now, but kind of like... like a Tempe thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the start of a Gorillaz track, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But it was yeah, yeah. the Gorillaz track. Believe it. it was literally the melody and the bass line. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, it's a preset on this like old like little kind of organ. And it was like, man, that's amazing. Did you have that? I feel like we did see that. Did you have that playing? Oh, yeah, mm. that sounds familiar. Anyway, I'm seeing that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't really know. I'm sure there's a multitude of people that I don't know about, but I just know that he went to my school and there was a big hoo ha about that. Who was the, who was the um, rock metal band from Colchester that that had quite a lot of success? Um, what was it? One minute silence. Were they from Colchester? He. One minute silence. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought that, that was that from the husband. <laughs> uh, they, they were from Colchester. Yeah, and but yeah, it's impossible to to talk Colchester and it not be Blur, right, or, or Gorillas, like, or anything. Yeah. And stuff. like I say, I, I'm not like their biggest fan by any standard, yeah. but yeah, I quite like the Gorillas stuff. Pretty yeah, cool. Absolutely. Song two, a bit of an anthem when you're drunk. Yeah. But, yeah. I. Uh, 
I got to say, Gorillas was the first gig I saw after lockdown, and 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 I'm not a, a huge fan. I, 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 there's nothing I've ever heard by them that I've not liked. I'm you know I'm a big Blur fan, and and I see him at the O2, and it was unbelievable. It was one of the best gigs I've ever seen. The first, really, yeah, it was unreal. And I think the, the first track they come out to was. I think it was the one that Noah Gallagher sings on the uh, We Got the Power when Jenny Beth was on that as well. But he sung that on his own. And then I literally went to get a beer. My mate went, Robert Smith's just on, on stage. And I was like, oh, my God, and Robert Smith was on stage. <laughs> then he brought out Peter Hook. Then he brought out Rowetta yeah. and Sean. Then he brought out Della Soul. Then he brought out Lil Sims. It was like unreal it was like just an absolute carnival and like it was just like legend after legend after legend and it was absolutely fantastic did he bring out slow tie or did he bring out slaves it might even have been slaves it was unreal it was just so good and yeah uh, i it, it, undeniable damon alban's uh, an insane talent uh, an a- absolute uh, talent uh right i'm going to go to you now stephen uh Where's where's home and what are you going for? Well, home as in where you grew up. Yes. The first first eighteen years of my life, as opposed to the last the latter thirty odd years of my life that I've not been there. Because I've got a lot more from home now, I would say, but from home then. Well, it's your choice. Um, it's your choice. Well, we'll keep the the ones from now or later on. We'll do okay. we'll do my. My growing up home area, which was Strathclyde, but I'll narrow it down to my actual town of Bells Hill, which opens up quite a lot of things. So it would be a choice between either BMX Bandits, Serious Drugs, oh. which is a great song, or Teenage Fan Club, Starshine, oh. both Bells Hill bands, and they're those two songs. Um, I mean, Starshine, because I never liked really a Catholic education album to begin with because it was too instrumental to sing with. And I hadn't really sort of got into it fully, but Starshine just brought in a tune, a melody, a singing, something to sing along to. And then that got you into the rest of the catalogue and the rest of the stuff that they'd done. And you got into the instrumental stuff and got into the music yeah. as a result of that. So that, that's, as I say, from my hometown where I sort of grew up, we'd get them. Um, but if it was to today, Strathclyde, this band Life Model, they're a sort of um, dream pop shoegazy type thing. And they've got a song Come Round, which is fucking great. They're from Glasgow, so that's Strathclyde area. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. If if everybody can jump on their uh Patreon feed underneath the where I posted the link today at some point in, in the next sort of couple of days and just pop their choices in. Um and then we'll we'll throw together a I'm writing them down. Oh, you're doing it, Kirst. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to so presume you was doing that. Doing oh, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, that's super kind of you. And I'll put together a playlist so people can uh, can have a little listen as well. Um, and a, a little thing pops up in the chat then as well, Steve, that um, uh, it's true. One, one of Teenage Fan Club now lives uh, in, in Leon C, where the Perry brothers and everybody else that we've just mentioned lives. Yeah. Like it's down uh, to Essex, which is which is crazy. Uh, it's not Norman. I'm trying to think uh, who it is, but, uh, yeah, but Brendan. well, Brendan's not on it anymore, is it? It's, it's, I think it's Brendan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's one of the times I was going into the local RS McCall's get NME 
and just in front of me, and Teenage Fan Club were on the cover wearing their football scarves and bonnets, and they were buying the NME and going, this, 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 this. Oh, <laughs> when they got this of cover just when I was doing that. So it was quite funny at that time. Oh, amazing. Like that. I, I... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I remember going to a boot sale and there was um, a, a, a guy that used to, like, it was just up the road from where I'm there. And, uh, and this guy used to sometimes get, like, um, uncut picture discs like so they were like faulty ones and they'd still have the the rest of the clear vinyl around it and uh, my mate ended up grabbing a load off of him that was a, a appetite for destruction or, or a, one of the guns and roses things that was a gun but it still had the clear vinyl around it yeah. which obviously added value to it uh, and he was buying all of these these bits and pieces and i was like is that is that plow right is that scratched it was a brand new copy of bandwagon-esque and i was like I'm, you can keep your Guns and Roses. I'm having that, and uh, and I've got it to this day, and it's it's to this day holds up as one of the greatest records ever made. I think it's a masterpiece. It's a good time it Absolutely, right. Um, where should we go? Where should we go, Mister Lovell? Where's well, home, and what's your choice? Well, I think it's a bit unfair tonight. We're all being a bit bullied by you lot from Essex. <laughs> And I struggled with this because at first I kept thinking of Salisbury, my hometown. And then I thought, no, it's Wiltshire. Brilliant. I've got fuck all. <laughs> Seriously, I've got nothing. I can give you a cut. People who are from here is so bad. There's people who have lived here. And if you, if you look in our local paper every now and then, they'll say local pop star Sting. Uh, <laughs> obviously, we've had Toya and Robert Fripp here. Uh, but they've moved on. Wiltshire. There was a couple I didn't know came from Wiltshire. They were James Blunt. Great. Which is up the road for me, so I can't really choose that. Jamie Cullum came up. He's from Wiltshire. I, I can deal with him. There's nothing. There's nothing. It's genuinely nothing. Oh, Billy Piper. <laughs> I don't know anything she's done. 
and I've got a little, there's nothing, Wiltshire, don't bother. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> that's, <laughs> a first for this, that's a first for this podcast. Don't I was bother. so disappointed. I thought there must be something. There's going to be something great. And I put the list up. I found, I even looked online for it. No, nothing. I mean, some really good people have lived in Wiltshire. Um, Who's lived there? Madonna. Madonna and um, Guy Ritchie's place is up the road from us. Right. And so Guy Ritchie's now is his place. Um, obviously, Stink lives up the road from us. Mm. Um, but, yeah. Toya, Robert Fripp, we, you know, you've got to love both of them. Yeah. I've actually worked, worked at all of these people's houses as well, which is really bizarre. Really? Yeah, because of my because of my work so yeah really weird i mean that's that uh, were they ever in oh have i frozen or is i frozen <laughs> i thought I it was sorry, yes. right. my back yeah you're back yeah. so so you, you go to sting's ass <clears throat> or, or, or madonna's ass uh oh, all of them yeah but that bad yeah yeah that's insane <laughs> you sort of get used you, you genuinely sort of get used to it because I guess money it just comes into my head when I'm working in these places it's just money it's yeah it's, I mean some people are great stick yeah. the you a cuppa yeah I've had a cuppa I think I have probably had a cuppa yeah <laughs> oh love it but musically there's nothing to offer I, I can't offer anything if it was a local band then I, there's a local band that have had an album a couple of albums out but Nothing nobody had ever heard of. Right, with that in mind, you've got the back catalogue of Sting or the Madonna uh, collection. What are you going for? Sting, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'll have to be police. It'll have to be a police track and it'll have to be Spirits in the Material World. Ooh. By police. Mm. Okay, right. Who's left? Adrian, you've not been yet, have you? And, I haven't no. And we've got Ellie Freeman. So we'll go we'll go with Adrian and uh first what what are you going for? Well, I don't know why, but this is probably the hardest one. I list about 20. So I live in York. I've done for about 10 years, but before that from Sunderland. So um and, and Northeast generals loads of stuff because like I love Richard Dawson and I love Maxima Park, but I'm gonna stick it in my hometown, Sunderland. I'm gonna go for um first day by future heads. Oh. I that first album was was great, and I picked that song specifically because it really brings the accent out as well. Yeah, <laughs> the end of the song when they go "Looky, looky," like <laughs> <laughs> it's they're such a good band, and 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 just the the was it four part harmonies a lot of the time. Yeah, like, it's just ridiculous. And are, are they are they still going? Like you know, yeah, I mean, yeah, with the greatest I mean, respect. I still see them. I mean, I can still go quite a bit. And, and Barry, the lead singer, he runs a pub now in Sunderland, but he puts bands on himself um, yeah. and the promoter of the band. There's a big community because there's like Pop Rex, there's Frankie and the Heartstrings who are from there as well, who are like yeah. friends of them. And they run this big Pop Rex com- um, kind of record shop cafe thing, but it's like community centre. Yeah. And it's, um, they were on Radio 6 Tart and Lauren not so long ago as well. Somebody else from Sunderland as well. Oh, Could have gone with Kinnicky. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it was, um, solid choice, solid choice. Yeah. Uh, back to Essex uh, for Ellie Freeman. Um, hello, hello. What are you going to go for, Ellie? Well, first instinct was Depeche Mode. 
Ops. Mm-hmm. Because uh, one of my like all time favorite songs is Shake the Disease. Oh, oh it's what just a, a fucking tune. Um, I will never, ever, ever get bored of that. Um, so I guess that's really my answer. But there is another track by a lesser known band called Person. P-U-R-S-O-N. Right. And they're a lot more kind of proggy, psychedelic stuff, but like fairly oh, recent. Great. Um, yeah, and they've got a what's this? A Sky Parade is a song that's really cool. Right. So that's the kind. I guess that's kind of my honourable mention. Wonderful. I think "Shake the Disease" would be my tune. Oh. Uh, <laughs> are you? Uh, are you? Are you heading to London to see them? No, no, I'm going without her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going, Deb? Sorry, yeah. Oh yeah. Love you. Sorry. Oh, I'll have a spare ticket. I just it. We got a sibling rivalry episode unfolding <laughs> on this. Amazing. <laughs> oh, wonderful shout! Wonderful shout! Shake the disease. I'll I mean, sing, I, I... I'll sing to that song really loudly. Just for oh, yeah, thanks. How about that? Yeah, thanks. Uh, right. <laughs> Is that everyone? Have I missed anyone? I think I have, have I? No. Um, I would probably lean towards Depeche Mode um, just because they're me faves. And <sighs> You're going to London, aren't you? Yes. See them. Uh... Do you know what? I've, I've, sp- I've spoke about them. And, and what's amazing is we've had multiple people from Essex not mention the Prodigy. Uh, that was, that was my big two, Depeche Mode and the Prodigy. Of course, of course. So I'm going to swerve them as well. Um, because I've, I've spoke about them endlessly on every bloody podcast that, that anyone will ever listen to. Um, I'm going to go for Letter from God to Man by Scroobius Pip. Uh, because as, and I'm glad he ain't here, uh, and I'm glad he don't listen to these, uh, because he, he, he loved the fact that I was saying something nice about him. Um, but so you could it, say for us, <laughs> but, um, but it was, it was between that and, um, a song called Favourite Worry by a band called The Milk, uh, out of Wickford that I'm a, a huge, huge fan of. Um, but, um, that track for me just when I when I heard Dale shout and it was like that's that annoying kid from up the road like <laughs> and and I knew Dan and I was like fucking hell Dan's having success with that weird kid and uh, and then sort of getting the no pip around that time and and just hearing that track Dale shout just thinking this is incredible this is such an amazing doesn't sound like anything else and still doesn't sound like anything else uh and i remember then obviously getting to know him and by the time i got over the fact that he had the hairiest hands i'd ever seen <laughs> like we, we become pals and this podcast wouldn't have existed if it weren't for pip uh obviously the first ever guest on it and and he's a truly truly wonderful human being uh and I forget sometimes because like any mates, you just take the piss out of each other. Don't you? Uh, I just forget how fucking talented he is. And, and because he's quick music, I rarely listen to it. Uh, and occasionally something can come up on a 
on a playlist or something. And I know when um, uh, Intradiction come out, uh, it, 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 I heard it and I was like, oh my God. And, and I had to phone him up and I was like, look, I know we're mates, but fucking hell, man. You've, you've just made something fucking amazing there. And he was just like, oh, thanks, mate. And like, and it, it, it blew me away. And then I heard, no, I'm swapping it. I'm going from letter from God to man. I'm, I'm not going with that. I'm going to go with, I'm going to change it. And I'm going to stick with, you will see me. Um, because when I heard that, I was like, wow, you've just, you've just wrote something fucking mesmerizing there. You've managed to talk about heartache and lace it with some, almost with spite, but still make it sound beautiful and, and longing. And yeah, he, he just done something incredible with that. Letter from God to man, ridiculously incredible. Um, uh, that said, when I did hear, Stu, is he in there with you now, that room? <laughs> He's under this table. <laughs> like in a police academy, yeah. <laughs> uh, he won't listen to this, so it's rare I can ever bang on about how talented that boy is. So, uh, yeah, and I've got no fear. Don't worry, I'll be recording our listing tomorrow, slagging him off again, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he... he, he got a lot of balance. And, and the fact that he's up the road and, and he's me mate and he's just a nice bloke and he's stupidly talented and i think uh you will see me will be mine yeah anybody what, what's anybody got a, a favorite pip song that's not one of them and i'm presuming that you all listen to pip's music just because i presume that anyone that listens to this has come via pip um but uh has anybody got a, a different pip track that they they really like i've always liked angles mm. Mm. solid choice solid choice right What's the oh, one Stu that introduces the pod? Um, what's that track? Is that Introduction? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love that one. That's fucking like, Travis yes. Barker playing drums on that. Like, and like, and I think, is it, is, uh, is it, who's Fifth Element? Mira Savini, is that what was her name? Uh, like, Savino. Yeah, she does the vocals Mila on that. Like, that was it, yeah. Mila Jovovich. She's the one that does the, 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 the weird backwards vocals on it like it's fucking ridiculous like right enough about pip um let's get some honorable mentions brett carter honorable mention please sir just the one um i can do a few from brighton um i i've been googling <laughs> um well google came up with a couple of ones i've never thought of um we've we've got Royal Blood, we've got The Ordinary Boys, we've got Leo Sayer, comes mm-hmm. to my hometown, which is just outside of Brighton. Um, but the one which is the most Brighton of Brighton people, I would say, is Norman Cook. Yeah. Um, he's everything about the city, he's all over the place. He's Brighton, Hove, Albion, it's everything, really. However, that list also brought up Katie Price, and I was like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Win some, lose some. <laughs> can't have it all mate i can't have it all <laughs> right so you've got the the vast catalog of norman cook what's the tune i think we're yeah but um i was going to say just be good to me but i was even going to wind it back to the house martins happy mm. hour yeah it's perfect um, on it 
because they were wonderful. I went to see Madness in 1986 um, at a BBC um, New Year's Eve thing and House Martin to the warm-up band. And we remember all walking out of the going, those were brilliant. Who are they? Yeah. They, were, they were fantastic. Yeah. And I was about 13 at the time. It was great. Oh. Going with my older cousins. But yeah, um, I think the House Martins. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, shout out Paul Heaton, one of the greatest yeah, vocalists no ever as well. Um, what a nice dust stain. It's hard to get out. Because they just soak it Try to scratch it off, but it looks like it's in the box. Yeah. It does. It just stains it. Not me. <clears throat> Not me either. A random one now. Uh, right. Um, Mark Phillips, what you got? I, like you alluded to, Stu, I am a I am an Essex boy, but I'm living in I'm living in Perth, Western Australia now, and um, there's there's quite a few. I know you're going to hate this, and I ain't saying it just to wind you up, but um, Bon Scott's from from Perth, um, so it's 25 percent of the band, but I'm I'm going with it, um, and yeah, Highway to Hell, ACDC, um, it's my funeral song, um, it's a Cracking intro, um, yeah. It's it's just um, it's just one of them. I was watching the video the other night, and um, like Bon Scott is just you Google rock star, and there it is. Do you know what I mean? There's a picture of him. He's like the double denim waistcoat. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, he's jeans so tight you can see veins. Do you know what I mean? Just proper like seventies seventies rock star. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've, I've gone with, I've gone with Highway to Hell and in Perth now, once a year, they have, um, the Highway to Hell festival. The Highway to Hell is, is actually the Canyon Highway. It runs between Fremantle and, and South Perth and, um, it's an actual road that they wrote a song about and they, uh, they close that road, um, and they have a load of trucks doing like five kilometers an hour going up and down it with with acdc cover bands on and everyone gets out in the street gets their barbecues out in the street and gets sits there in the like lines of street with beers and that um any other event where they close the road off it, it's like bedlam everyone's whinging and complaining there's like a marathon or something like that they, not that mate the city comes to a standstill and everybody absolutely loves it like it's brilliant because it's bond scott um it, yeah you can't and you you're in trouble mate next time you come to australia Right, you come and see your brother or whatever. They're going to scan your passport and it's going to flash up. This geezer slagged off ACDC in his podcast. <laughs> no entry. See you later. You ain't getting in, mate. I like midnight that is oil. Australian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful! Yeah, so highlight help. Another another Essex honourable mention would be um, nothing but thieves. Yeah. Um, I think that that guy's vocals are, are. I'm a massive Jeff Buckley fan and. Um, you know, it always comes up from time to time. Oh, he's a new Jeff Buckley. He's a new Jeff That geezer is as close as I've ever heard. Like, he, yeah. he's just phenomenal vocalist. Like, unbelievable. Um, yeah, re- really, really like them. And they're saffing on Seaboys, I think. They're Rayleigh, mate. We're having them, We're having oh, them at the brush, right. mate. Yeah, Rayleigh boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you would have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Adrian, back to you, mate. Oh, um, two contrasting songs. I'll go for this band, young band called Roxy Girls. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sunderland really good. The song called Dangerous Driving, which is four minutes, six seconds long. But just pop straight in. Very good. And then we'll go for a, a bigger band and we'll go for Dire Straits Telegraph Road at 14 minutes at the opposite end of the scale. Love it. Now you're talking. <laughs> that is like, yeah, it's a... It's, a, uh, it's, it's, it's weird, voice. isn't it, that, 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 that there's always that kind of stigma attached to bands like Dire Straits and that, that it's, it's dad rock. And, and what's, what, what's weird is like when you look at, when like choose money for nothing as a as a prime example, or brothers in arms, sorry, as as you know, arguably up there as one of the biggest selling records of all time, I think it was for many years. Um, and you look at like Mark Knopfler there, and like, and I remember being young and just thinking like, I just looked like one of my dad's mates. He was Absolutely. probably about twenty seven, and like, <laughs> and and it's weird, isn't it, that like so many bands of that era that got thrown into that sort of dad rock category were probably just really young lads and it was just the fact that i think i don't know that kind of rock community just seemed to if you're playing that more sort of traditional type rock music like i don't know they didn't ever look cutting edge did they and i they think never, like, they never looked cool particularly did they yeah 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 absolutely uh uh well, yeah, I think he was still, even if he was 27, he still looked an old 27. I think even if you look back now, he still looks old. <laughs> Absolutely. But I, mean, I think that's um, Money for Nothing is the most chosen track for intros. I think lots of people have, have chosen that on the podcast over the years. And uh, and it is an amazing intro. You know, if you're going to go for them big, long monster intros, that, that nails it. And uh, yeah, okay. Um... <laughs> Steve Priest. Oh, they've got loads. Hormone. Hormone. So we should shout out Hormone because uh, Hormone are probably... Like 20 years. They've literally been going more than that, I'm sure. And they're, they're, they're a free piece that make a big, glorious racket. And, and two of that band are the rhythm I mean, section the for the cunts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out Hormone. Uh, anyone else? Yeah, special move, Raiden, the late great understand. Mm. Who I've seen have just put a new record out. Yeah, I've I've pre-ordered it. Yeah. Um, above all, cynical smile. Do you remember cynical smile? Of course. Yeah, played with them many times. Like, yeah. Um, I even so put Lilo on with this, mate. Oh, thanks, mate. Cheers, brother. That's right. Um, but uh. But understand, we're like there was a, a, a sort of spate of straight edge bands coming out of, of Leon C and Essex and South End, and understand that above all, sort of at the forefront of that. Uh, and it was the fact that the Perry brothers were friends with, uh, I think it's Dom was in Understand, and uh, that they ended up all of them moved to Leon C because they, they keep coming out to Leon C to oh, hang out right. with them and thought, oh, it's beautiful here. This is nice. So they stayed there. 
And so it was the band understand that responsible for that. And um, shout out uh, the late, great uh, John uh, from Understand who passed away a few years yeah. ago. Um, uh, it was an that, amazing... That devastated Dan, yeah. Oh, he went, amazing he producer. Uh, absolutely uh, in, incredible producer. Um, and yeah, and I think... Don and Daniel the... Picard was in Above All, played a bass yes, in Above All at the start as course, well. Of course, of course. And I think Dom now, from Understand, if I remember right, he's... Uh, his guitar tech and part of the management team of Muse, I believe now. He's, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, great shouts. Uh, Paul Cummings. Um, another Belfast one from a, um, something by David Holmes. So, oh. yeah, he's like DJ, soundtrack composer. Um, producer. Producer, yeah. Produce, yeah. Yeah, and Primal Scream a bit as well. Mm. I think he's still stuff for Primal Scream at the moment, yeah. Uh, so he's been going like you know for years. You know we sort of used to see him knocking about when we were kids, and he, he ran little soul discos and stuff when we were sort of teenagers. So the track I'm going to choose, um, most of his, most of the stuff is kind of soundtracky, but he did an album about 2011, um, where there were there were songs on it, and, where he, and he sang with them. Yeah. And uh, this song is called "I Heard Wonders." Yeah. And it was, um. And the 2012 Olympics, uh, you know, the bit where David Beckham is on the is on the boat going up the Thames at the very, very beginning. That's the track they played. Yeah, when David Beckham was going up the Thames at at the opening ceremony, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my god, it's Homer, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, fantastic track, and it's just like a really, really good indie track. Great bassline. Yeah, great feel good feel to it. Yeah. Oh, that, that guy's a, a monster talent. I, I, for some reason, like recently, I've been just searching interviews with Noel Gallagher because I, I'm, I'm not a huge Noel Gallagher fan. You know, I like him as much as every other man on the street, but um, I really like hearing him being interviewed. I think he's a, a really good guest. And uh, and he, he said that like working with David Holmes was ridiculous. Like David Holmes, like just just completely changed the way that he wrote music and. Uh, <laughs> And I, yeah, I think he's a real, real maverick at a game, David Holmes. That's a great shout. Yeah, yeah. The, the classic thing that Noel Gallagher heard in the interview, and he said that he was doing a track, and David Holmes just said, No, don't do it that way. Can you just be more French? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going, What? Okay. Right. Someone, someone get me a girl that can play scissors. That's what yeah, we yeah, need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Cy Lovell, you got nothing, right? Well, I could give you some honourable mentions. Yes. No, I ain't got nothing to do, sorry. <laughs> Wonderful. It's like you don't even like music, Cy. Si. <laughs> I hate it. You know what? It made me feel disappointed in myself, really. I don't think anyone knows any famous people from Wiltshire, really. To be honest. Oh, glorious. Right. Okay. In which case... Uh... <laughs> Let's uh, let's let's move uh, further further north. Kirst, what you got? Um, well, there's a, a local band. Although I don't know if they're still around anymore. But when I was growing up, there was a band called the Little Comets, who have quite a good back uh, back catalogue and stuff. So I really really liked them. But I guess something for that everyone will know would be Roxy Music more than this. I really like that song. Yeah. Although I am conflicted because Brian Ferry is super sexy and dead charismatic. But he has kind of forgotten where he's come from a little bit. And he is a conservative, unfortunately. And his son is like really into fox hunting and all this kind of crap and stuff. So 
yeah, morally conflicted, but I, I do really like Roxy music. Oh, absolutely. Great show. I was always disappointed. I, like, I thought around about 1986, 1987, they wheeling Timothy Dalton. I just think Brian Ferry would have smashed a James Bond. He would have been such a good Bond. And he can just pull off his suit. Like, I've never seen someone be able to pull off a suit like him. Him what? and Bill Nye, you know, the actor. Yeah. Two men that can pull off a suit like I've never seen in my life. It's crazy. See, this is the thing, right? What, what, um, uh, what Mark was saying about Bond Scott in Double Denim, right? That's <laughs> what makes rock stars, right? If you they just put on something, yeah. And I think you can tell if someone's got something because I know that if I put on Double Denim or that suit that Brian <laughs> Ferry's wearing, I'd look ridiculous. <laughs> Mark Knopfler's headband. Exactly. <laughs> like, I just look like an old man. Oh, hang on. Like, but, uh, <laughs> but, but it's true, isn't it? Like, you imagine like squeezing into some double denim and just walking on stage with a rock band. I just look like a joke. And, and I just think, but Bon Scott looks like he's born to look like that. He's born to wear that and it be on stage. And the same with Brian Ferry. I would look like just some like, shit fucking insurance salesman from like you know from central london imagine anyone some... else trying to look like slash exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's a great shot imagine but... like you walk into a pub and there's a covers band and there's some bloke trying to look like slash <laughs> <laughs> but i see i was having this conversation uh, i was recording an episode who was i recording with uh, a couple i was recording an episode with um rob rolf from uh enter shikari that's a really good and it's coming soon and and we was talking about Glastonbury headliners and and obviously Guns N' Roses are one of those, but just talking about how you know when you look at Elvis, you just think like Elvis had, you know, late Elvis had a a unique look that no one else looked like Elvis. You know, he just had these like who had the idea oh, we're going to wear these jumpsuits and they're going to look massive with these like massive belts and it's going to look nuts, but you're going to look incredible. Like Elton John, like looks mental. Like, whatever you see Elton John wearing, you just think, what is that? Like, where do you get them clothes? And like, he looks like, like one of your old nans. It, it just looks like one, it looks like you sort of a bit like, I don't know, like your nan. It's just a really weird look, Elton John, isn't it? And I don't, I think over the years, you're so used to seeing him just looking like in the 70s, he looked fucking amazing, you know, in, in, in all the kind of glittery jumpsuits and glasses and done on duck suit. Yeah, all amazing. But like you, I, I think I do think so... I do think that's a come down from like years of doing shitloads of drugs. <laughs> it's affected him. <laughs> I do also think it's about being one of the most famous people on the planet and just having a load of people around you to just go, no, you look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very strange look, Elton John. And I just think like we're just so immune to it now. So oh, there's Elton like wearing that. And it's like just looks bananas. Anyway, um, where should we go now? Who's who's left? Uh, Steve, what you got, Stephen? Oh, I'll move from Strathclyde into where I stay now, Edinburgh. So there's a few choices there. Um, a couple of things that I'll shout out. Um, one of my old friends' bands, Pilot Can. Um, they're an indie band based sort of along Flaming Lips, Mercury Red, that sort of thing. One of their songs, Decaying Orbit Around the Dying Star. Fucking really good guitars and drums, really like it. His voice is a bit a bit in a required taste, but I still really like that. A new band uh, um just sort of get into swim school, they're kinda like Wolf Alice, 
mean, they describe themselves as a Tesco value wolf, Alice. So that's kind of what they sort of sound like. Um, one of their songs, Outside, fucking really good. But the thing that I would choose most of all from Edinburgh would be Goodbye, Mr. Mackenzie. The ah. most underrated fucking Scottish band ever. Not the Blue Nile, not anything like that, like you were talking about in your previous episode. It just Blue Nile are rubbish, can't stand them. But Goodbye, Mr. Mackenzie never get mentioned at all. Was that Shirley Manson? Amazing. That was Shirley Manson, wasn't it? Yeah, Shirley Manson, uh, Martin Metcalf, and then they became Angel Fish, and when Shirley went to John, Gar- to John Garbage, they became Eyes on the Filthy Tongues, they got Stacey Shabbos in to do vocals, and they just became the Filthy Tongues, and every incarnation of the things that they've done, fucking brilliant. But I would shout out Jezebel as outstanding Goodbye Mr McKenzie song um, and uh, the Filthy Tongues they've just got a new album just out In These Dark Places and the title track of that In These Dark Places is really good and a couple of weeks ago I was at a show where they were playing live music while an artist Maria Rudd she was doing live painting going along with the music um, and you had Tam Dean Byrne doing a sort of acting stuff going along with that thing but this live painting being done in time with the music was fucking outstanding. It was really good. Oh, solid choice. Solid choice. And Jez- Jezebel's a banger as well. It's a, it's a, it's a crack. Um, right. Mentions a Lamborghini. I mean, how, how can you go wrong with a song that says Lamborghini? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, right, I'm going to go back to... Uh... Who have, I not, who have I not got? Cy Newby, what you got? So the other one from rugby, and this surprised me as well, because I picture him growing up in Newquay or somewhere like that, was James Morrison. Mm. He's actually born in rugby. But then with um, You Give Me Something, but then also looking at the Coventry ones, because that's 20 miles away, uh, Fun Boy 3. Yeah. So, hey, what you do? Ah, oh, what a tune. What yeah. a tune. And, uh, uh, What's that Funboy 3? Or was that Banana Rama featuring Funboy 3? It's oh, Funboy 3 featuring Banana Rama. Oh, yeah. So, oh. really saying something would have been. Really saying something was Banana Rama featuring yeah, well, Funboy 3. Cheers yeah. <laughs> uh, for rescuing me there. I was worried. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, incredible. I'll t- I tell you what, we was, we was talking. Uh, we, we recorded the Acceptable uh, in the 80s podcast in here a couple of nights ago. And we was talking about. Um, it's a cracker, by the way. Like, oh, it really is. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's about a podcast. Oh, yeah, that's average at best. Um, but we uh, we was talking about Terry Hall, and 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 obviously, you know, for specials, it's a given. Our incredible hour, and fun by through, fantastic. But we was moaning about. I don't know how much it made the cut, but we was, we was moaning about uh, Dave Stewart. But can anyone remember that the, the the track that uh, he had a band called um, Vegas Terry Hall with Dave Stewart, and they had a banging tune called possessed and and it's not on spotify and uh, and i've tried to find it it's on youtube uh and it would have come out about 89 90 maybe even 91 uh but oh you, you just terry all's star quality is ridiculous you just watch this 92 video. apparently there yeah you it's it's you get a chance after this like jump on youtube and just put in vegas possessed because uh it's, it's terry all just being an absolute absolute don right uh who who haven't i come to yet for your second one 
Um, oh, I've I've got the uh, uh, two two Essex girls down uh, on, uh, at the bottom of the screen. Uh, I'll start with with you, Deb. Um, I've just done a quick Google. Apparently, Yazoo were from um, Essex. Of course. So I'm going to throw in "Only You" by Yazoo because yeah. it's a tune. That is one of my favourite love songs ever. Oh, it? it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Not as good yeah. as flying pickets, though, Absolute is it? Absolute beauty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to say that. Yeah. The, 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 the flying pickets were, uh, for, for those that uh, are listening that don't know, they were, I, I believe they were Welsh. Uh, it was definitely, the, the, I think, the, the, the front man was Welsh because I think he went into acting, if I'm right. He was in, like, Twin Town and, 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 and loads of things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, they they were just like an a cappella band that done a, a, an incredible cover of 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 the uh, of the Yazoo tune. It's the first single I ever bought to Flying Pickets or Yazoo? No, Flying Pickets. Love it. They looked like bin men, didn't they? And like they just they like, like they're, they're pubes, didn't they? They did. They were men's <laughs> men. They all had donkey jackets. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pipers. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and 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 again, that's a beautiful version because it's hard to balls that song up because it's so good, and you know it's impossible not to think of that that scene in the office, and uh, and you know there's there's the money shot in the office where you get the the, the climax to the the Tim and Dawn story and what what perfect song to to soundtrack. Yeah, only you is a Beautiful, beautiful love song. Uh, and fucking hell, Vince Clark, what a talent. Um, Ellie Freeman, what you got? Well, I guess I already mentioned it. Shot me load too quick. But, um, yeah, I, somebody else meant, said, uh, agreed with me on person. I didn't know who it was. But they were really great. They're not together anymore. That I think they were only together a few years. Seated. Um. So, yeah, the, the song that I really love was off their second album called Sky Parade. And it's this really kind of wall of sound, kind of floaty, dreamy beautifulness. Mm. Um, the first track I think I heard of theirs, which got me into them, was I think Radcliffe and McConey played it on Six Music. I forget the name of, something to do with a bear. You can look it up. But, um, yeah, I guess they would be my honourable mention, just because I think not enough people have heard of them. Wonderful. But then Wonderful. you've also got Breathe by Prodigy, which is, you know, perfect. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. He just said Imogen Heaps from Dunmo. I can't clarify that. Uh, Anybody know? Like, that's correct. Um, and I'm going to shout out. Okay. I, She's I'll, amazing. I'm going to shout out a track that she guested on called Blanket by the band Urban Species. Oh, my God. That's such she, a tune. She put her vocals to that, and it's that's oh. a, a trip-hop masterpiece, that one. Uh, yeah, Blanket by Urban Species. Uh, yes. uh, I'm surprised, uh, Mark Phillips, being an Australian from Essex, you didn't pick Essex Finest and... Uh, and go for John Farnham from Canby Island. Uh, you're the voice. Oh, don't. <laughs> that is dad rock. That is dad rock. Um, yeah, it's, it's not my bag. Uh, they drag them up. They, I don't know what it is about Australia. Australian music, I'm not a fan in general. Like, it's it's so poor. But you've always got notable exceptions like ACDC and NXS and, and bands like that. But 
the band, the classic rock bands of, of the seventies of Australia, they're so bad. There's one called Cold Chisel. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, and and there's no way to get a record deal in any other country, right? Because they're they're so shit. Um, <laughs> the singer's all right. He's a bit. He screams a bit. You know what I mean? He, he nearly he nearly replaced Bon Scott in ACDC. He's that sort of style, but he's he compassable. Do you know what I mean? But they're a pub band at best, you, and they are revered like gods over yeah. here. Do you know what I mean? It's just they got a song called um, what's it called? Uh, Suffer little children, right? And the cult, the chorus, the lyrics go. Um, she's looking um, looking like a choir girl, but crying like a refugee. Right? Sexy. Please tell me their apps go up to eleven. <laughs> it's so bad, honestly. YouTube or Spotify. Um, Suffer little children by. Not my hard drive. It's so, and it's. Oh man. <laughs> It's so bad, but that's and it still gets radio play. I'm like, you've got to cancel a track like that. You can't have lyrics like that. Do you know what I mean? It's rubbish. Um, wow. Yeah, and they're, and they're really revered. And I, I try and, as a sort of radio presenter and podcaster in Australia, I've got to keep that opinion like on the lowdown, mate, because um, I'll be ostracised like you've been. Do you know what I mean? For slagging <laughs> off ACDC. <laughs> um, but gen- generally, um, yeah, Dad Rock in Australia is, is piss poor. There's another band called Skyhooks. Again, everyone thinks they're like this masterful musicians, and and they're appalling, really, really bad. Um, but yeah, that's just that is just my opinion. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, John Farnham and what's who? Daryl Braithwaite, Harry Styles dragged Harold Braithwaite, uh, Daryl Braithwaite up on stage um, in Perth last week, and to sing one of his hits. You know they do that now. They when bands come to Australia, I don't know if it's a thing in England, but when when touring bands come to Australia from from overseas, they they'll to get the crowd on side, they'll they'll do a local sort of hit like Killers did. Um, uh, they covered In Excess, and I saw um, uh, Springsteen's covered Highway to Hell and stuff like that. It's a good way of getting the crowd on side because nothing gets an Aussie crowd going like someone from overseas like tipping the nod to a, to an Australian band, you know. But yeah, John Farnham, mate, nah, forget about it. Yeah, not interested. <laughs> He's Canvey's finest, mate. Well, he's not Canvey's finest, actually. Cause obviously yeah, and got, Dr. Feelgood at Canvey's finest. Dr. Feelgood and Eddie and the Hot well Rods uh, yeah, yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from Dan there. Um, have I missed anyone? Of, of uh, Has everybody had their, their honourable mention as well? I think we're, uh, we're, we're, we're good there. Uh, an honourable mention, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shout the Prodigy as well, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw Poison in by the Prodigy um, just because it's fucking incredible. Um yeah. Uh, other than that, I think my honourable mention probably would have been, I don't know. Boris Johnson is a fucking cunt by the cunts. He's a really good song. <laughs> <laughs> that takes some beating. So, uh, so yeah, maybe I'll, uh, I'll I'll throw that in there as my honourable mention. Yeah, wonderful. All right. Well, look, um, we've come to the end of uh, of today's live show. Um, if you're listening to this and uh, uh, I'll say at the beginning of every episode, this is such a a, a lovely little hangout and, and totally non-judgy. That's the thing. I don't want people thinking this is some kind of snooty, high-fidelity-esque uh, podcast uh, hangout. It's not. It's uh, it's just us lot talking uh, about our memories and our, our nostalgia and, and love of records that have, have soundtracked that. So, um, yeah, please, please, patrons, because there's, there's, there's a, a fair whack of you that don't come along to these. Please come and and hang out. Feel free to have your camera off and and, and not get involved if uh, if you don't feel comfortable doing that. 
but uh, but know that you're missing out on a on a smashing bunch of people having a, a smashing natter. Um, and with that in mind, I want to thank you all for coming tonight. Um, it's uh, it's been a, another absolute ball, and uh, and I will see you all next time. I'm going to press stop, but don't go anywhere.